Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. This message is by Jonathan Dyke. Great! I need a beanbag. No, they won't see me. You guys doing all right? So I, I was going to keep the film a secret, but Andrea's told everybody now. Um... How many of you have seen any of the Toy Story films? Do you like them? Do you want to know some interesting trivia about them? Would you? In 1995, when the first Toy Story came out, how many of you saw it when it first came out? Probably nobody at the front. How many saw it the first time it came out? So you know who Buzz Lightyear is named after? Buzz Aldrin, the second person to walk on the moon. Who was the first person to walk on the moon? Jesus. Kai <laughs> said Jesus, he's amazing. Who was the second person to walk on the moon? <laughs> Neil Armstrong. Good film called um, First Man, if you ever get a chance to see it. So Buzz Lightyear was named after Buzz Aldrin. And in 1995, Pixar, who made the films, um, made 250,000 models of... Another character in Toy Story. Who's the other main character in Toy Story? Woody. Woody. What is Woody? He's a cowboy. Kai, stop asking all the questions. <laughs> just, put, just give him some popcorn. Has everybody got popcorn? <laughs> because I was going to give Philip an extra bag of popcorn if he did the break dancing. It was on the video. <laughs> and he said, I would, because if I dance, I'm going to break something. But that's not what I meant. So Pixar made 250,000 versions of Woody and only 40,000 of Buzz Lightyear. And guess what? In one day, they sold out of all the Buzz Lightyear models. Here's another piece of information. In 1996, so after Toy Story had gone global, Buzz Lightyear was the most popular Christmas toy ever with millions and millions of sales. Anybody had a Buzz Lightyear? Emily, anybody really wished they had a Buzz Lightyear? Okay. <laughs> and then in 1998, and this one was interesting, how, how many of you heard of um, a whole load of American special aircraft that went up to, to the uh, space station called uh, Shuttles, but a shuttle called Discovery took a, a model of Buzz Lightyear to the space station for a year? Uh, and the same one also met the president, who I think might have been Clinton or somebody. So Buzz Lightyear's got around a bit. Who else was in Toy Story? Any other people that you can think of? Jesse and Bullseye. You've seen them all. You've been well brought up. Who do you think? Who? Bo Peep. Brilliant. We're going to see the first clip just to set the scene. For those of you that have never seen Toy Story before, we're going to see seven clips from the film and then just have a little chat between them so that you can get what we're talking about. Is that okay? Is everybody happy? Let's go. Oh, no. (laughs) Did some of you spot some of the uh, referrals to other movies? Did you get those? Did you like the breathing, Darth Vader breathing? (laughs) How many of you picked that up? How many of you picked up the lightsaber when he was trying to grab the battery? Did you get that? I'm just a movie head. I can't help it. When, when Buzz was flying through the planet, did you realize that that also was the f- 
clip from Bugs Life. No, you need to get out more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a sign of a misspent youth. Interesting how, how many of you saw the bit when Buzz was jumping across the little lights that lit up and he thought it was pretty safe? Bit of ET. Hello. You're... Jackie, it's good to have you here. Sometimes life can be a bit like that. We're pretty sure that we know where we're going, but then you take a step and it disappears. And it feels like you're falling, and you don't know where you're falling to. And then the guy, what's, what's the name of the enemy? What's his name? Zerg. Jen, you're all over it. Zerg picks him off with his, his popper gun. And sometimes life can feel a bit like that as well. We kind of take a wrong move and then... It's almost like there's somebody out there that doesn't want us to succeed. We want to move on a little bit and look at another clip. And the next clip really introduces um, another couple of characters. One of them is, is, is really the main one, Woody, um, but also the owner of all the toys. Who, who can remember who, what's the name of the boy that owns all the toys? Andy. How, how, can you remember how he lets everybody know whose his toys are? What does he do to them? It's good. That when, I don't know if you saw that, but, but when you were saying on his foot, she lifted her leg up to have a look. <laughs> Which is really cool. I don't even think that's funny. Only a child would do that. All of us adults, he's like, yeah, just wrote his name on his foot. But a child's like, yeah, right, okay. So, it's good. It's really good, isn't it? So, in Toy Story 1, you remember, maybe those of you that have seen it, that, that Woody and Buzz were real enemies. I mean, a lot of the films about how they kind of sorted each other out and worked out where they were going and became really, really good friends. But in this clip, Andy is about to get ready to go to cowboy camp. And, of course, who, who does he need to take with him to go to cowboy camp? Woody. So let's check out the next clip. That's a sad moment, isn't it? I can remember when, um, when I lived at home with all my family. I was the youngest out of four. And we used to do lots of different things together until we got a bit older. And then we found kind of different things that we liked to do. But I can also remember when I got a bit damaged just through life, a little bit like Woody did with his arm, you can feel as if you're just never going to measure up and never going to be quite strong enough or tough enough to even just do life. And uh, I, I found secondary school quite challenging. Maybe you did because I was very, very athletic, but not very academic. And I went to a school which was very academically minded. So I was always referred to a little bit as the village idiot until it came to the playing field. Uh, and at that point, most people avoided me, to be honest. But then when I got damaged, a little bit like Woody did, did you see how he got damaged? He's actually doing something really heroic with his mate and saving, was it Bo Peep? See, these guys are experts. If you want to know anything about Toy Story, ask them. So Woody was just doing the right thing. He was rescuing his friend, and he used another friend to do it. But in it, he just got caught. And sometimes, and maybe you're having a little bit of this, where you're just doing life, and life has just caught you, and maybe you just feel a little bit wounded, or a little bit less abled, a little bit whatever, and if that's true for you, then as we follow the rest of these clips through, you'll see what God has done 
to put you back together again so that you're strong and so that you are fit for purpose. The other interesting thing about this clip as well is that, I don't know if you noticed some of the things around the room, the pictures, the books, but they refer a lot to other stories. You're going to get the DVD now and watch it again. Just watch it frame by frame. I've watched uh, this movie now eight times in the last two weeks. Uh, Haven't I? Uh, I've watched them from front to back six times and then every five minutes once and then every two minutes once. How cool is that? So I could almost recite every word of the text. I'm not going to because that would be really sad. Um, But it's interesting how mum says to Andy, just really to comfort him, toys don't last forever. And it may be that you've had a relationship, you've had a friendship, and something's broken that or something's got in the way of that. And you might think, well, friendships don't last forever. But I want to tell you about one friendship, as we see the clips, that does last forever. And it only gets better in my experience. Is that okay? So at the end of this clip, Andy's uh, gone off to cowboy uh, camp. And on this next one, he's just got back and he's really excited. And he wants to play with his best friend Woody again. Let's have a look at clip three. How cool is that? For those, we have a film buff here, Andrew. So here's a piece of information for you. Did you remember the bit where Wheezy coughed and all the, all the dust came out? That is the most animated piece of dust particles in any movie ever. Did you know that? I didn't count them. I didn't count them. Did you count them? Okay. A um, bit more for the grown-ups. Do you remember the bit where, where Woody thinks that he's falling down through a, a, a set of cards? Did you see what the cards were? Google it. And work, so you know what Ace of Spades means? It's not very nice. It just kind of means the end of all things. But again, sometimes in life, it can feel like we've just been put in a bin. It can feel like maybe, oh, you know, we've done the best we can. Stuff's happened and maybe we've just had the lid put on our life a little bit. But the whole point of this morning is to let you know that God came to take the lid off our lives. And where Woody had a damaged arm, the Bible says that God reaches down his arm and takes us out of dustbins, and takes us out of rubbish. And as we go on and look at the next clip in a moment, we'll realise just how much more God wants to do for us than maybe we realise. The reason why I stopped the clip here, because I've chosen all these clips, if you don't like them, that's down to me, um, because, because At The Movers isn't about sitting and watching a film, it's about using something that maybe we've seen lots and lots of different times, and, and, but, but giving it aside for a Sunday so God can speak to us out of it. And what I love about this clip is the very, very last five seconds of it where um, the dinosaur, whose name is... You, you guys are on it. Blake, you were even quicker then. That was Tyrannosaurus kind of language. Is This is not a suicide. It's a rescue mission. And it may be for you, whether you know God or whether you don't, that you might have heard the stories of when Jesus went to the cross. We celebrate Easter around it. And sometimes the world thinks that's a suicide mission. But actually it was a rescue mission. So how we see things determines how we perceive them. But it doesn't change the fact that Woody was prepared to lay down his own life 
for his friend. His mate Wheezy, he thought he was getting repaired, but he wasn't. He was getting forgotten. And we'll look at that in a minute about sometimes we can think we're forgotten, but, but God never forgets us, ever. So this next clip, uh, there's a character in, uh, in these clips that we haven't shown yet. And um, he's quite a funny kind of guy. And he was actually, um, the voice for the part was actually a very well-known actor at the time, but he got a bit of a bad press in the film. And that is called Al. And Al has a big toy barn. And Al was looking for um, a whole way to earn a lot of money by, by actually getting some models together, which we'll, we'll work out in a moment. And one of the models that he was looking for, which he couldn't find anywhere, was a model of Woody. And especially the hat that Woody had. And did you see at the beginning of clip two, where it says, where's your hat, where's your hat, where's your hat? You remember that? It was only about 10 minutes ago. So this Woody character, although he had a damaged arm, he was complete. And actually, what we didn't show in the clip is that Al stole Woody from, from this tale, which is a bit naughty, isn't it? A bit naughty. He stole it. So let's have a look at clip four and see what happens there. Oh, it's getting exciting now. So here's some thoughts. Jessie, how many, how many of you really like her? How many can remember a really famous actress called Doris Day? Because they based that character on her. Andrew, you, you, you knew that. <laughs> you remember her. Did you not take her out once? No. <laughs> but here's another random thought. Do you remember um, when, when Jessie first spotted Woody? She said something like, um, Abraham Lincoln. Do you remember that bit? Well, Tom Hanks actually is the great-great-great-grandson of the family of Abraham Lincoln. So when you start looking at some of these facts, you think some of all these weird Pixar things that they shoved in it, which is really cool. But this guy, the prospector, without showing you the rest of the movie, you're just going to have to trust me on this, he was introduced as Mint. Never been out of his box, is that right? Actually, that was a bit of a fib. <laughs> yeah, he was a bit of a naughty boy, prospector. Um, so already he's not being very honest with everybody. But also, did you hear him say, the prodigal son has returned? No. Did you get that? Yeah. Andre got that. Did you get that? Yeah. Lily, you're brilliant. And sometimes we, we think that we've maybe walked so far away from God if we knew God, or maybe we just never knew God, or maybe we just couldn't care who God was. But we can think we're so far away that a little bit like Woody, that was at the beginning of the clip, you saw him shaking the air vent, trying to get out, trying to find some space. Sometimes it can feel like that. Well, if God is there, where are you? I'm shaking this thing and I can't get out. And I'm rattling and doing the best that I can. But Jesus helps the prodigals come home. There is something about what Jesus did for you and for me that helps the prodigals come home. And it may be for you, you've been a Christian for a while, maybe you, you can remember walking with God in a certain way, maybe you're not now, but this morning you're going to have the opportunity to come back into that place of knowing God as you knew him before. But the other point on this clip as well, which I really like, 
is when they said to Woody, you don't really know who you are, do you? Now, here's a factoid for you. In the next five-minute section of this film, Woody is shown for the first time posters, banners, toys, little toys, big toys, TV programs, all kinds of things that were based around his life back in the 60s. Okay, so if you want to see it, see it. However, what you might not realise is that when they filmed or did the audio of Tom Hanks doing that scene, they never showed him any of those things. So what you hear on the film is his actual reaction to what they were showing him. So it wasn't rehearsed. He didn't have the script for that. It just basically said, this is the section. And the next bit, they just basically showed him in whatever booth he was in to record it. All of this stuff, and he responded to it live. How cool is that? Isn't that fun? How do I know? Because I Googled it. (laughs) But here's the second point, is that really without knowing who God is, we don't really know who we are. And it's not that God makes big movies out of you or me, or he does posters or TV programs, but God does have a plan for you. And God does have a plan for me. And God wants that plan to be successful. So it might be for some of us this morning, we just need to take home with us, God has got a plan for my life, but I'm only ever going to live it when I know who I really am. And you are not the product that the world tells you you are. You're the product that God defines you as. Is that okay? So this next clip that we're going to look at, Woody's been at the centre of the attention. He's been at the focus point. It seems like the whole of media, children's life and parents' challenges was all around this great film star, Woody. He was right at the centre, even now, of this film. But he realises there's always a price to pay. Let's have a look at clip five. So there's the first bit of Al. Al, Al's famous in this movie for for loving cheese straws, cheese things. Those of you have seen it, don't I mean? So there's one bit, um, it's after this clip, where Woody tries to escape. And there's this big owl with the big yellow stains of where he's eating cheese straws. A little bit like popcorn, maybe. All his fingers are all yellow, like he's been eating them for years. And then Woody tries to sneak out, and he gets up to... Al's mouth, and Al, Al does a burp, which is a bit rude, isn't it? And almost, Woody almost passes out. It's so strong. I didn't show that one because I, I thought the adults wouldn't like it. The kids would love it. There's some interesting questions here. Did Andy really love you? And as we discovered, yes, he really does. Because sometimes stuff happens, and it doesn't mean God doesn't love us or he hasn't loved us, it may be that we've just not been aware of it, or maybe we've just not lived with it. Or maybe we just think that we've done stuff that maybe God just can't love. But God is love. He never changes. He's always the same. Maybe he doesn't love the stuff that we do, but he does love us. And when we know that, we want to love him back so much that we want him to change our lives. But sometimes it can be almost like 
you know, I, I've, I meet, and some of us maybe do as well, I meet lots of people out, out on the streets and in, just in life. But when they say, you know, what do you do? And I say, well, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian and I'm part of this church. They, they quite often say, well, you know, if God was a loving God, then why does all this happen? And to be honest, I have no idea. Stuff happens and I don't know why it happens. All I know is, is that God's love is very pure and very real and very honest. And I know that God could do loads and loads of things that he doesn't do. It's not because he doesn't love us. He wants to help us work it out. And it might be that you're all sitting here thinking, well, does God, love re- does God really love me? The answer is yes, he really does. And, and the Bible kind of puts it this way. The, 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 the Bible puts it kind of this way. Is that a bit like and, uh, uh, Woody had and his name written on his boot. The Bible says that God writes your name in his hand. And every time God is looking at his hand, he sees your name written on it. And I think that is very loving, and that is amazingly, amazingly kind. Then, remember Stinky Pete's a bit cheeky, and he said, is it because you're damaged? And again, sometimes we can just reflect on our journey and think, actually, maybe my life is a bit damaged. Maybe it feels like I'm living in a box full of polystyrene chips, and it doesn't matter how much I run around it, I'm still in a box. Well, God wants to set you free from living a life like that. He is more than able to take anybody here out of the box of their life and put them in another area, which is called freedom. And as we look at the next clip, we're going to realize that. That actually in this next clip, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened to the two main actors. So the main actor, Woody, was played by a very famous actor called Tom Hanks. And the other character, Buzz Lightyear, is, is played by a very famous, was a comedian, called Tim Allen. And I'll, I'll explain to you what happened to them in the studio after they'd seen this clip. But let's watch clip six. When the two leading actors saw that scene, they had to take multiple takes because emotionally they just couldn't deal with the song. And it may be having just heard the words and seen the, just that clip there, even though it's a cartoon, sometimes it can feel like we've been forgotten. And sometimes it can feel like we've been forsaken and left under the bed. But God will still come and find you. The Bible says that when we give our lives to Jesus, he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And that isn't the doll or even the famous character making that promise. This is God himself. But I, I wondered about putting that clip in it, and I felt God say, put it in there, because it sums up a lot of the, the, the way God loves us. Because we can just think there's stuff that God can never sort out. Or maybe there's things that God just has forgotten. Well, God forgets certain things, but he remembers certain things too. And it may be that we just think we're going through life collecting dust. Well, God wants to shake that off of you today. He wants to shake you free from any sense of loss or being rejected or being forgotten or being left under the bed. Because just like Emily, and there is a... There is a a thought 
I don't share it because I've only just researched it, that Emily is actually and his mum. But I'll leave you with that one. Come and Google it. But the point is this. Woody makes a decision that for the sake of the girl, I'm not going to go back to Andy. I'll go to a museum. Because if it means you can be free, then I'll take the hit. Now that bit, I don't have time to show you that clip, but in this moment, the next bit of the, of the movie, Woody just says, okay, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with you. And Jesus did exactly the same thing for me and for you. So that you and I didn't have to live forgotten, forsaken, left behind or feeling rejected, is that Jesus did all of those things for you and for me so that I wouldn't have to live like that. And then there's about 10 or 15 minutes of the movie where Buzz and all the friends, all of the other toys, they, they start to come to um, Al's house and enter Al's shop and they meet another load of Buzz Light years and you have this funny conversation around who's the real one and who's the foreign one. And again, check it out when you, when you get time because there's, there's a lot of really funny lines in there. But I want to come into, the, I think, the seventh and the last clip, which for me really pulls all this, these clips together because it, this whole movie is about God has a rescue plan for you and for me. So here we have these four characters. One of them's not very nice. He's, he doesn't always tell the truth. Then we have a horse called, you are brilliant. Then we have a girl cowboy called, and then we have Woody. Then we have Buzz Lightyear and all his mates. Uh, what's the dog called? Slinky. Slinky. And then Rex, all these guys. If you want to know all about Toy Story, ask any of these lot. All right. So this bit of the clip, um, I've taken a little bit out of it because it's quite long. But it's, it's a little bit around much more action movie kind of things. Things that hopefully a lot of our younger people don't watch, like Die Hard. Okay, maybe, maybe you're too religious. But there's films like that that are quite action-y, and a lot of these moves, a lot of these scenes are taken from a lot of those action movies. So let's watch clip seven. But remember, Woody had made the decision, I'm, I'm actually going to go to the museum. I don't want to, but I'm going to go. Then his friends remind him, you're just a toy. Just be who you're supposed to be. And a toy was made to be played with, not like the last part of the clip showed, in a box. And Woody has a change of mind and says, okay, if I can't go with them, I'm going to rescue them. And let's see what happens now. How cool is that? It's <laughs> a good movie. Yeah, you can. That's a good movie. I love it. Loads of stuff in there. Did you, um, how many of you remember, um, I think he was the first uh, black presenter of Blue Peter, called Andy Peters. Remember him? Was it, did you recognize his voice? Hmm? Well, it says there's two more bags at the terminal. Are you sure you've watched it? Anyway, whatever. But the rescue that Woody did with um, Jess, that's right, is it? Huge amount of trust there. 
And sometimes it's not easy to believe that God is real and God has a plan for us. But all he said, he doesn't make it any easier. He just says, trust me or believe in me. The Bible calls it faith. And when we believe in who Jesus is and what he's done, he actually does rescue us. It's a fact. It's happened with me. It's happened with many people here. But also the other thing which I love about this clip and the whole ethos of this film is it's about family. And when Andy came bursting through the door, did you see the Etch-a-Sketch? Who had an Etch-a-Sketch? Who's still got an Etch-a-Sketch? Okay, a few hands up. Is it, it says, welcome home. And I can remember when I first gave my life to Jesus many, many years ago, one of the things that I became very aware of is that I was home. I was in the home that God had for me, and he has for you, but also I was in the family that God had for me. And the Bible says that when we put our trust, our faith in Jesus, we become like a child of God, part of the family of God. So this whole clip and all of the clips that we're going to be seeing, the films that we're going to be seeing over August, are just different kind of ways of really telling the same story. Yes, they use different characters, and yes, some are more famous than others, but the most famous person that is also sometimes the most forgotten person, is Jesus. And I just want to remind everybody that Jesus has a plan for you. And it is to bring you into an incredible family. Whether you feel forsaken, forgotten, whether you feel as if your life is just bashing yourself out of a box, whether you feel like you've just been collecting dust, Jesus wants to help you live in freedom, and in health, and in life. And it may be that you've had a kind of a relationship with God in the past, and maybe it's not so good now. Well, God wants to restore that relationship back with you. Remember, in I think clip three, it says, the prodigal has returned. Jesus loves it when people that have known him, and maybe they're not walking with him so much now, turn around and say, actually, I want to walk with you again like I used to. The Bible says that Jesus celebrates, God celebrates those things. And God wants to celebrate you today. So I'm just going to pray. You can close your eyes or keep them open, it doesn't really make any difference. Father, I want to thank you that you've reminded us this morning that you want us to be in your family. And that requires a bit of trust and a bit of faith. Father, I thank you this morning you've reminded us that when you went to the cross, when you went to die for us, it wasn't a suicide mission, it was a rescue mission. God, you've reminded us this morning that maybe we just need to remember who you say that we are, not what the world says that we are. Because maybe we've forgotten. So help us this morning to remember who you are, and if we don't really know who you are, then give us the confidence to talk to someone after this about how can I find out more about this God? How can I find out more about Jesus? But well, I thank you for every person that's here today. That Even though we've seen movie clips, I believe that you've been speaking to all of us through them. So continue to do that this morning into the afternoon. Continue to do that for the rest of today and also during the week. Continue to speak out of what we've heard this morning 
so that we can come back to the home, the home, the family, or just become part of the family for the first time. And we ask for your help, God, in doing that. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.